Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, back here in the Ohio, and we are taping this on Tuesday. I understand that, you know, the way we release them, not everybody looks on Tuesday, which is fine. But, you know, uh, it's a Tuesday after Easter is when we're taping this. And on Monday's program, we talked about our Easter's. We saw some family. Brandon celebrated his, his birthday. It was pretty good. Well, if we had Jaslyn Foley on the program, and I don't know Jaslyn. Uh, she's a, a, a friend. Of, well, not a friend. I don't know. Do you know Jaslyn? She's a Fremont lady. I do not know. Okay. So she, she's a fellow human being here on the earth. I, I hate to say friend because people are like, how do you know Jaslyn? I don't know Jaslyn. Yeah. But Jaslyn Foley from Fremont, she had an interesting Easter. Um, you know, and Craig actually wrote the story. So, you know, if you don't like the story, <laughs> go yell at Craig. It'll be good. <laughs> it was great. Um, Jaslyn, uh, Easter morning, she wakes up, and, and Craig, I'm looking at your story. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so, Easter morning, she went to a man's residence to leave him an Easter basket. What a nice lady is Jaslyn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, hey, what what a thing to do with somebody that you're dating or somebody? Yeah, you leave my Easter basket Easter morning. So you know, go Jaslyn. Well, she gets to the apartment and she sees another woman in the man's apartment. That's not a good Easter. And no, yeah, no. Jaslyn freaked out. Um, so Jaslyn's twenty, and Jaslyn, according to the report, uh, they said she attempted to damage other vehicles at the apartment. So apparently, um, she saw another woman. She freaked out. She she's either in her car when she sees the other woman in the apartment, or maybe she's walking up to the apartment. So she gets back in her car. She's trying to damage other vehicles, and the witness says, "Hey, she's acting like she's going to hit the man." Now, did she hit the man? Was the report saying that she was trying to punch him, or was it trying to hit him with her car? Well, uh, as the report and the witness in the report states that it, it appeared that she was attempting to hit the man with her vehicle. Now, it's a little murky as, as far as um, maybe if he was outside as well. But based on, on, on the questioning of the witness and the questioning of her, where apparently she, she said she was just trying to scare him, that probably was enough for police to assume that she was trying to use her vehicle to strike this man. Um, and that's why she was, uh, you know, given a second degree felony on this uh, felonious assault charge. Um, whereas if she would have punched him or, or fought him, it probably wouldn't have ascended to that level of a felony. 
But um, yeah, as it goes, it, you know, obviously the man was not injured in this, uh, as far as we, you know, were told by police. But um, it looked like she wasn't, you know, possibly willing to use her vehicle to injure this man, based on what the police were saying. So, and the witness there who saw sort of this incident play out. I wonder though, because, all right, if you're in, let's say you're in this big parking lot and you can't get out the parking lot. Yeah, you might be in danger of being hit by a car, but man, for the guy, just walk out of the parking lot, walk back in your house. I mean, unless unless old Jaslyn's going to ram her car into the building, I mean, yeah, I kind of look at it saying, you know, unless you're in a no-win situation, it's kind of easy to get away with someone trying to hit you with a car, right? Well, you would think, and, and I don't. We don't know, you know, what the full story is, and that's sometimes the the bad thing. The bad thing about police reports is early on in the process, you really don't know sort of all the ins and outs. You don't really get that until you get either the full report or maybe you cover the trial, and they they're allowed, they're able to go into more detail about you know what happened or where this man was in accordance to where she was, and so there's always going to be some things that you're either not going to have right away in a report that is just kind of more of a generic outline, especially this report is more of like a bullet point outline of what happened sort of step-by-step, step, but it didn't really go into a lot of full detail. Uh, but when the, when the case either is resolved or it goes to trial, that's when you get a lot more of the detail about, you know, what the woman was alleged to have been doing and, and maybe where the man was during this potential fracas. Yeah, and we're not sure what the apartment complex looks like or, you know, where they're at. Maybe he was at a position where he was kind of stuck. You, you know, I mean, she could have hit him or anything. But, no, very interesting. Um, <laughs> I always love – and, you know, police have to ask this question. I'm not making fun of the police. But, you know, they're asking her and they say, hey, don't you realize that your car could kill somebody? And, you know, she said, yes, I understand that, which is important because, you know, in essence, you know, it's admitting to, hey, this could be a deadly assault, you know, whatever. And um, police also said she has suspended driver's license. So, you know, Craig, I'm starting to read your story. And I'm thinking, what a nice couple, you know, young love, ladies 20, the guy's 18. I remember that, you know. We were in love. Well, we're still in love. We're married. But, you know, we were in love. You're 20, you're 18. The girl's like, man, what a, what a great guy. I got to give him an Easter basket. So I'm reading the story going, man, Jazlyn, this guy, I'm rooting for them. Well, let's see if they can make it. And you're thinking about this nice couple that are, are you know, facing the world, facing the challenges. What's going to happen? Are they going to get married? Are they going to live together? Whatever the case might be. Well, I'm reading more about the story, and I guess this is not a picture-perfect couple that you think about, right? Yeah, you know, previously they've had some domestic disturbance calls, and, you know, that's, it's a, you know, those are some of the most dangerous situations. You know, if you talk to police, you know, more so than anything, you know, domestic disputes can often be the most dangerous things that they respond to because, you know, there's already heightened emotions involved in the, in the, in the issue between the two people. And that can be exacerbated by police, and then that can turn even more violent than what it already may have. So it, it's definitely, um, you know, a scary situation for police when they go into these situations because they, they never know how violent it could get, and they never know what could trigger someone to, you know, 
become violent. So it's it's really a dangerous situation. And, you know, we've had, um, you know, I, I covered a case uh, several years ago here in Fremont where um, there was sort of an argument, there was alcohol involved, and then uh, a woman left and came back, and then she was shot point blank in the head by her boyfriend because he was, you know, fearing that she was cheating on him and he was drunk. And even though they might have had the perfect relationship up until that point, it, it just turned into a dangerous and bad situation because of, you know, just a, just an aggressiveness about a situation and then alcohol involved and all of a sudden it turned fatal. Hey, Craig, we all remember stories about our first kiss. Our first, you know, so you, you look at your idyllic, you know, relationship and say, oh, remember when this happened and everything. Well, this wasn't so idyllic. Uh, she threw out an accusation that he was recording her while she did a sexual act, which uh, makes it kind of awkward and, and tough. So I, I guess this love story that I was hoping for when I was reading your story about our friend Jazz, Jasmine and her boyfriend probably is as much of a classic love story as we first thought about. So, Yeah, unfortunately, sometimes things go wrong and, you know, they hit a bad patch and, you know, hopefully... Uh, the hope is, I guess, is that these two can, you know, maybe figure out a way to to not be violent towards each other and, and just, you know, have either a normal relationship or just maybe move on and have relationships with people that don't, you know, that, that leave them out of each other's lives possibly would probably be the best thing. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're hoping for we're hoping for better luck, I guess. I don't know, you know. Yeah. Um, so. Oh boy! So uh, very good. Um, uh, it's always interesting, and I'm sorry. I, I'm a fan of the strange police stories. And again, not not to make fun of Jasmine. Hey, you know we're going. Uh, we all go through stuff and everything. I, I totally get that, but um, you know, I don't know. It, it, it's tough. <laughs> Um, what do you think about stories like that? Um, I know with Gannett, we're we're looking at possibly changing the way we cover some of that stuff because it's tough. You know, these, these stories are um, interesting and everything, uh, but you know, sometimes it's hard. And I know for a community, sometimes to say, "Oh, this makes the community look bad" and everything. Um, so it's interesting. Um, you know, potentially news organizations could change the way they do things. So. Um, Keep tuned in there. And again, we again we don't mean, mean any ill will toward the poor girl from Fremont. Those things happen. We have to cover them. And you know, I, I really, even though we were trying gently poking fun, uh, we hope the best for him in the future. It'll be interesting to see what happens. So, all right. Yeah. Well, well, Craig, no, we no. have. Oh, I apologize. No, hey, Craig, no, I'm we... just just gonna say that you never know what will happen when you, uh, you know, you, you. I look at the jail roster and see it, and see a you know, a, a certain, you know, charge and think, okay, well, let's get the report. And then you see it and you just, you never know what the report's going to have in it. You just never know. All right. Well, well, well Craig, um, let's get to our next segment because we have a special guest. Um, and he's emailing me now trying try to get more information. So he should be there in a minute. So yeah, let's um, end our segment now. So we get to our next segment. Um, thanks again for checking out the Ohioan. Uh, check out the book we're helping promote. Um, Hope Interrupted. Uh, check our sponsors and you know continue to share. Uh, we're excited about what's happening with our program and we're we're thankful you're part of it. Uh, so we'll be back as in a second for another segment of the Ohio. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney 
Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.